and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, where we embrace newcomers and experts alike to all things Web3, NFTs, creators, AI, you name it. If it's disrupting in technology, we're covering it. And we are back this week with our new recurring theme, what you need to know this week in the world of Web3, where within about 10 minutes, we come to you with the hottest topics, the newest creators and dropped. I'm joined each week by my amazing teammates from Hug to break it all down for you. For anyone who's not familiar with what we're building at Hug, we are the most inclusive destination in Web3 for blockchain curious artists and art lovers to connect like never before. Our mission is is to democratize access to art through tech and education. And we have so many free resources and news all about creator topics that can get delivered straight to your inbox through our weekly newsletter, Creator Royalties. All right, let's get started with what you need to know this week in all things Web3. Uh, Before we dive into it, I want to introduce my incredible colleagues, Debbie Soon, the Chief Growth Officer of Hug, and Michael Littig, Director of Creator Programming at Hug. Debbie, what's new in your world this week? Oh my gosh, this week we've spoken to so many artists, uh, got to hear firsthand from them what they're working on, and it's just great to see all of these creatives innovating with the technology and you know that they have, which is awesome. It's amazing. You came straight to the studio today from uh, a breakfast with a bunch of artists. Yes. And, you know, a lot of them are like experimenting with AI, even though they don't quite know what it's going to come up with yet. But that has been really, really exciting. They've been looking at all sorts of different ways to monetize their art while still exploring what NFTs have to offer. So I think it's a really, really interesting time, even though the market has been a little bit slow, of course. Mm. And Michael, what's new in your world? I know you were just you wrapped a course this week. You have been like working hands-on with a lot of creators. Yeah, so I'm teaching about 150 creators from around the world on innovation in our innovation laboratory, asking questions of what is dynamic art? And as Debbie feels, and I imagine everyone feels, I just feel super cool to be in that room. Like, I just, I love being around artists. I love being around people. They make me feel cool, so... Well, I love being around you guys. So you guys, you guys make me feel loved and feel cool. Um, all right, let's dive straight into our topics we need to know about. Debbie, let's talk about Twitter, or should we say X? Um, it, this is the last day of Twitter, and a new app X is taking its place. Like Debbie, what do we make of that? What What do we call like? I don't know. Honestly, I'm a little confused because I guess they updated the website. So on my desktop, it looks different as a new logo. Uh, But I don't know what we call the posts now. Are they they still tweets or or, or zits? Uh, So, you know, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around what all of this means. I was laughing. Someone said we should call them excretions. Oh, no. No, let's not go there. (laughs) That's the worst, worst, but also best. Um, But Debbie, I know like basically all of the crypto industry, like Twitter is how people communicate. What do you think is going, do you think people are going to stick around? Do you think they're looking for other platforms? Like what happens? I think people are cautiously optimistic. So definitely one of the things that uh, Elon or X is trying to roll out is payments to people. Um, I guess, you know, if people view your tweets, you get paid just like how, you know, if you have YouTube videos, you get paid based on ads. And so some creators, some content creators on Twitter have already said it receiving their first payout. So mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I just want to know where my payout is because <laughs> that could be cool. But but yeah, I think so far the jury is still very much out 
I know. Well, Debbie, you have some of the best uh, Twitter thread or X threads um, yeah. that are out there. So if, if someone's going to get paid, I, I think it's going to be you. Well, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's the promise because obviously everyone's been creating content for free. I think that's what Web2 has, you know, embrace, if you will. You know, you put your content out there, you grow your follower, you're building a personal brand. Uh, and obviously, you know, creators want to be compensated for their time and, you know, for the content that they're putting out. So we shall see if this changes Twitter or changes X. And, mm. and yeah, but I, I don't know, like the colors are still blue and white. So it's all very, very confusing. It is. Michael, help us make some sense of this confusion. Uh, okay. So if I look into a trend of, the, of what's happening in the creator economy, people are moving towards uh, owning their audience and getting off of these platforms. So mm. I'm cautiously optimistic like Debbie that creators can get paid. That's awesome. But I'm still seeing a trend of people being suspect and not trusting big organizations like X. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes and to see if people revolt and just leave the platform altogether, or it becomes a super app that Elon wants to build, which will be something I think would be pretty awesome. Yeah, we we actually did a whole show on on my live SiriusXM show on this topic recently, and uh, one of the big things that came up is that you know they could change the name a million times and do it, but but if uh, they're going to gut their team mm -hmm. that is responsible for safety and security, if the site's going to keep crashing. It, it doesn't matter what the brand right. is or if people are getting paid. People are, are not interested in going to a site that's unsafe or that's right. doesn't load. Yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens because Twitter really has been the hub of everything mm. in Web3. And uh, uh, this could be the a new dawn. Yeah. It's amazing to live through that time, right? To know that yeah. something has been birthed and now it's destroyed and something new is being built. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Maybe might be. Yeah. I guess you see that happen through history and, and mm. now yeah. it's happening to a logo that's been around for, you know, many, many years. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that Bud logo is something that we've all kind of come to know. It's something that we kind of put as next to our social media handles when we're meeting someone or, or creating graphics yeah. for ourselves. And so, I don't know, do we have to change all of that too on our platform? That's true. And now should we all be going on eBay and buying shirts with the bird logo course, on it? You yeah. know, like, are they relics now? Yeah. I don't, it's vintage. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, vintage. All right, let's go to our next topic, which is all about AI. What What isn't about AI these <laughs> days, true. really? Uh, and uh, Michael, you wanted to talk a little bit about how Google is testing out AI tools that actually write news articles. And I feel like it's like every week there's a new like new job for mm -hmm. creators that's being replaced by AI. Yeah. So what's going on? So here's the thing I think is interesting about this. So when my parents imagined the future, they thought that robots were going to take their jobs, right? Blue collar mm -hmm. jobs. But actually, AI is taking white collar jobs. Mm -hmm. So they're replacing journalists, lawyers. Think of all these things that can be automated so quickly. So the stat in this article says that 41% of what can be written on the New York Times will be written by an AI in the future. Wow. Can you imagine that? So granted, that doesn't mean that journalists are going away. It just means that we're redefining our relationship with this tool. Someone told me something that I thought was really helpful. It's not AI generated, it's AI assisted. And when I think about things as being AI assisted, I think, oh, it's a tool, it's a very helpful tool, um, 
but it's going to shift the way we think and create work and it's happening very fast. So that's that's my hot take on the article. Yeah, it's interesting. I saw uh, an artist, uh, Michael, that you and I love, a screenwriter, wrote like, no, AI was supposed to help us with the things we don't like doing. How did we get this so terribly wrong? Right. Like, why is the AI like doing art and writing yeah. and all the things that we enjoy? Um, Debbie, what are the artists saying and the creators? Like, you just sat with people. Are they excited? Are they scared? All of the above. You know, I... I think they're really excited. I mean, obviously, there are going to be people that are scared, but I do think that the ones that are going to be really successful are the ones that are embracing all of this technology. Mm-hmm. You know, we've mm-hmm. seen a lot of artists really take their actual creations, like physical paintings, putting that into AI and then using AI to really reimagine reimagine what it looks like in a different medium. And so that's really exciting. Uh, you know, um, this one of our favorite artists, Emma Vittoria, you know, she does, she normally hand paints everything with acrylic, but she's now taking all of her color palettes and she's making these 3D sculptures, like images of 3D sculptures that look larger than life because they're in national parks. Uh, and, you know, that's not something that she could physically do do she can't build like 12 foot sculptures by herself and all of that has been possible because of ai and it's a really interesting new take on her art amazing and we actually we just curated our team a whole show around uh, artists and ai Yes, exactly. And we did it for um, L'Oreal, a beauty brand. And so, you know, the prompt was for people to explore the intersection of beauty and technology. And it was just some truly mind-blowing works that honestly felt like it was a photograph of, you know, incredible glam makeup. And I was like, wow, like the fact that AI could do all of that uh, and, you know, can serve as inspiration for maybe new makeup palettes. Who knows, right? Mm. The sky's the limit. So, you know, I think... AI is here to stay whether we like it or not. So, you know, my personal take is that we need to just figure out how we can work better with it. You know, we as humans need to be able to evolve, need to level up ourselves. And the ones that can have better mastery of this this tool are the ones that are going to, you know, kind of figure out how to best work with it. Mm. Absolutely. And Michael, I know you and Debbie have done a lot of writing on this topic. Where mm. where can people go to find some of the, the writing or the resources that we have about AI and creators? 100%. So go to Hug um, and Hug.xyz and it's uh, resources under the resources tab. We have a whole a weekly newsletter called Creator Royalties, where we write and um, we find that we have to write things on AI pretty much once a month <laughs> because it's moving so fast. Um, and so go check it out there. If you're feeling intimidated by AI, we got you. This is the place where we break it down and make it accessible so that you feel like you can start to experiment yourself. Awesome. All right. In our final minutes together, I want to do a little bit of rapid fire. Uh, you know, I want to know who are the latest creators, art drops, Web3, things going on that we all need to know about. So, Debbie, let's start with you. What is, what's been your favorite art drop of the week? Oh, gosh. So one of the artists on our platform, she's Argentinian. She lives in Mexico City. Her name is Fernanda Bocard. She's dropping a dynamic NFT that is around Zodiacs and so it transforms mm-hmm. with your birthday. So I, I am a huge astrology nuts. So I'm personally really excited to see what that would mean for, you know, my Zodiac and my birthday. Debbie, you were the first person I thought of when she described (laughs) this to me. I was like... I was like, I love this, but you know who's really going to love this is Debbie Soon. Um, But it is really amazing now that you can own a piece of art that changes and evolves as Mm -hmm. the lunar seasons uh, change and uh, and as it gets closer to your birthday. So that's really cool. She's also using AI. Then it writes a special AI like Zodiac message to you. 
and oh. that's based on your birthday, which is awesome. So that is so cool, Michael. A favorite art drop of yours this week? Michelle Vijoen um, is a photographer did this piece called Hidden Stories. Mm. And so what's so cool about this, you know when you were like, you got these old books and sometimes they have hidden inscriptions in them, like, yes. and you find that it's like a relic from another time. Now you can actually write your own story onto the blockchain as a memory. So um, future collectors of that piece, 20, 100, the thing about the blockchain is it's it will be around forever. Um, it will have your story inscribed in it and so it's these amazing photos of like hands but they have these hidden stories in them so i like, loved it it's like the talmud yeah in art yes. i love it okay sorry we don't have to geek out on that anymore but uh michael uh, what about a favorite web three moment of the week yeah so everyone's talking about sam altman uh the the uh, founder or uh, co-founder of open ai uh, and he created an, a coin called WorldCoin. And to get it, you have to scan your eyeball. Have which you scanned is, your eyeball? No. <laughs> Are you going to scan your eyeball? No way. I can't do it. No. Will you? I don't think no, so. No, you're a DJ. <laughs> no, I, I see it in Debbie's face. She's I know. Like She's a DJ. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I, people can't see Debbie's face on the podcast right now, but my eyes are open very big. Yeah, she's considering yes. it. Don't you yes, think? Yes, I think she will. Why? Like, why? Why would you consider it? I mean, I think I'm just curious. I don't know if, like, I don't. I, I'm not gonna be fuss in line, you know. But maybe, maybe we'll see how things evolve, and yeah, and yeah we'll we'll, we'll right. evaluate yes. then. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this, uh, Debbie. What about you? A favorite Web three moment? Um. Favorite Web3 moment, uh, well, OpenSea introduced deals. So, you know, I think, um, which is a way to essentially offer a trade. Uh, so, you know, right now you can make bids, you can make yeah. bids with in, in cryptocurrency for an NFT that you like, but now they've offered a way to almost like barter. So you could like approach someone and say, hey, I've got these two or three different NFTs and I want to offer that, you know, for your NFT, are you willing to accept that? So oh, just think it's interesting that hmm. people are exploring different ways of transacting on the blockchain. So. Yeah, you know, keep an eye on that. I, I like that. I mean, I I feel like trading, whether it's like Pokemon cards or whatever it is, is like half the fun yeah, right. of anything. So I think that's that's really exciting. Um, and Debbie, what about a creator that you have your eye on? I have to say my dear friend Christine Hall, who is mm. also the co-founder at a NFT portfolio tracking app called Floor. Uh, but she has basically become a generative artist over the past couple of years, taking her background in computer science and now really exploring what that looks like as an artist, which I think is so inspiring for anyone who always feels like, oh, you know, I'm too I'm too late to the game. You know, you're never too late to start anything. And I've just seen her art evolve over time. And I'm really excited. All these works in progress that she's posting, they're really so beautiful. And I can't believe that it's generated by code, which is incredible. Mm. Yeah, I, was, I, I had the opportunity to, to sit with her for a little bit this week for, for a video interview. And um, I, I was really inspired by a, you know, how she picked up uh, being an artist a little later in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was saying that with tech moving as fast as it is, we're all beginners. Anyone who's in the space is a beginner. So it's such a great time to experiment with some of these tools. Michael, what about you? Creator, you have your eye on? Oh, we just came from meeting with uh, an amazing artist named Mumbot. And mm, Debbie and I love, oh, we love her. Here's why I love her. Um, because she's always helping other artists and and she has a whole like artist collective called Ghost Club and they are she's tirelessly advocating for other artists which makes me want to advocate for her so Mumbot is the best. Love it. Um well 
Debbie, Michael, thank you so much for joining me in the Crypto Cafe. This was so, so fun. The time always flies by. Um, Debbie, uh, maybe you can just give us a quick recap of some of the fun things we have going on at Hug uh, and where people can find us. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, visit the Hug.xyz this week in particular. I will once again tell everyone to check out the new downloadable resources that we just wrote out. So it's actually at the Hug.xyz slash resources. We've got a whole bunch of different content there for both artists and art lovers from 40-page handbooks on how to market yourself as an artist to, you know, taking your first step as a digital art collector. Lots of hours have been poured into these resources and they are really, really top-notch. So definitely go check that out. Amazing. Michael, anything on the education side? Mm, We are going to be dropping a big, uh, exciting open call coming up so we have a lot of open calls where we get artists uh into galleries around the world mm. and we have some really really cool ones coming yes, up so we check it do out. so if you're an artist or you know an artist in your life make sure that they have a profile on hug you can go to the hug.xyz and that gives you access to all sorts of opportunities for open call and information Debbie, I'm very sad because you're heading back to L.A. It's been so fun to have you in New York, in the studio here for the last few weeks. And uh, we know that your West Coast life is calling you, but we are very, very sad to say goodbye to you here on the East Coast. Oh, I, well, I can't wait to be back in the studio really soon. <laughs> yes, likewise. That was Debbie Soon, Michael Littig. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg of Crypto Cafe. Thanks for joining today for our brand new episode of What You Need to Know in Web3 in the Crypto Cafe. Talk to you next week.